anyway, but hey, Pete, welcome back. We're back Hi. in. We're back. We've jumped back in. We had a little little hiatus. Yes. This is Bitch Please. I'm Pia and that's Finch Us. I am Finch. Uh, hi, guys. Uh, hi. Yeah, we, we did have a little bit of a break because... Um, One of us was not well. Uh, I was shut down. <laughs> For two weeks. <laughs> shut down's a good way to put it, actually. That's how it felt. Yeah. I felt like I'd been powered down. Uh, I had kidney stones and no, it was horrific. No power, Pia, to power. So I had two weeks of staring out the window and that's about it. I couldn't do anything. It would have been such a nice opportunity to catch up on like all yeah. that smart like when, TV. When, when you've got watch. like the, the flu where you sort of can't go outside. Yeah, but, but you, you know, like, feel I can, like you feel I can shit. read a book and I can yeah. have a nap and I can watch some telly and I can catch up on stuff. No, Ugh, I couldn't do anything. sick sick. I, w- I was sick sick. And on so much pain medication that I couldn't really focus on anything. Like, I tried to watch Kimmy Schmidt and I got lost in what was happening in the story. <laughs> so it's not, that's easy to do. It's, it's like, what's happening now? They are, they, they border on the ridiculous end of, of I really storytelling. Like that. I really it's like It's good. That like, it's, it's like, it's, but it's ridiculousness. They can get, if yes. you're a little bit sick, then you'll be a lot sick by the end of watching it with trying to work out. Yeah. Who, what are they talking about? What do, what do you mean? Kimmy wants to be a and crossing I, guard. I miss half of the pop culture references anyway. I have to like pause mm. and be like, what did Titus say? <laughs> oh, yes, I get why that's funny. But I'm so, I'm just not quick enough to just get them on the fly, and especially when I'm. There's so, but there's so much in it. You almost need to like, can like, can we have a download of the script while we're I watching know. this? Just yes. so we can follow along. Because some of it is so brilliant. And I, I don't want to like, like just... I want to read the script, please. Yes. Dear, dear Tina Fey. Yeah. <laughs> Please send or please um, post. Has it been cancelled? Ended. Oh, okay. But isn't that kind of her, because she's executive producer, isn't that kind of a more of a voluntarily, we're wrapping this up because we feel like we've done all we can? Yeah, I think so. That's, that's mm. how it reads. It, I didn't read anything that suggested that it had been axed. It just sounded like, yeah, we're kind of done with this story now. Mm. Okay. Well, it's a very clever story. And the other thing that was axed but then was back. Brooklyn Nine Nine, one of your favorites. Yes. That was a that was an emotional twenty four hours for fans of that show. That was there was a really big day. I went from being like, "What will I watch now?" Mm. to "Yay, uh, NBC, you bloody legends!" Life is good again. I'm taking it back on. It is quite solid. I am not. I have just haven't watched it. I could have watched it while I was sick, but that would have been perfect sickness viewing. If if you are sick, watch Brooklyn Nine Nine. No, I just. Stared at the wall and made loom bands. Quite often, um, if I have sort of insomnia or I'm just sort of having trouble sleeping, I can't listen to music because I just sort of get a bit too wrapped up in the storylines and stuff. And I find that listening to podcasts during the middle of the night just sort of like I, I, it wakes me up yeah, more because I'm, I'm trying to pay attention. Yeah. So I will quite often just like put on like Brooklyn Nine Nine and just sort of lull myself back to sleep. Ah. Have you tried that Sleep with Me podcast? I, I, I did. About it. I did, but it's it's so like I want to fall asleep, but I also really want to know what he's talking about. <laughs> so, so I fight my instinct to go to sleep. So it's this this American guy, and he just talks absolute nonsense, mm. and he's got a tone of voice that just somehow it's like hearing a nursery rhyme, like it just lulls yeah. you, and you sort of you because the story is so fantastical and it just it trails on in this way that it doesn't make any sense and he never gets back to his original point and your brain just gives up and just passively like just slides off into sleep it's oh, amazing see, i find the other way i'm like okay so then what <laughs> okay then what? i'm i'm fighting this and then the urge. cat jumped over the moon and then what <laughs> but it's that salt like that really low just even tone of yeah. conversation like laurel laurel yanny laurel yanny <laughs> yanny 
I, I just I couldn't hear I couldn't hear Yanni. It took a bloody. That was really interesting, actually, because we were listening to that just before we started this, and when like we like we'd hit it once and the, it would sound, yeah. And you and I were hearing very different things. Bizarre. I find that very interesting. I find it so interesting, and it I have no idea why, and no one could tell me why. And it's so blatant. So you like, how are you hearing Laurel? Quite clearly, he's saying yeah. Yanni. No. I, I didn't hear Yanny until today when we fiddled with the sound and made it go at a higher frequency so I could hear it. I had no idea what pe- like how people were hearing that. There's like scientists somewhere just going, you fuckers. Like, yeah, <laughs> duh. Yeah. We started this as like day one of science school. Yeah, this is basic. <laughs> pretty basic audio. This is straightforward yeah. stuff. And as podcast producers, we probably should know a little bit more about it. We really should. Mm. But, P, we are chatting – uh, off the back of the event of the year. Yeah, more importantly, did you hear there was a wedding? It was pretty Shut big. Shut up. Was there? I was talking about the footy yesterday. My um, One of my favourite tweets actually was from Ellen. She posted a tweet at about um, 9am US time because they had to get up at like 5 to it watch was quite it. She early, posted wasn't a tweet it? Yeah. saying, slept in, guys. What did I miss? <laughs> Very funny. Um, the royal wedding. Yeah, the royal wedding happened. They got yeah. married. Cool. A part of me almost wanted her to like run away, bride it, oh, and just yeah. leg it. She was never going to do that. If anyone knows any reasons why, and just go, oh, out I'm out. Oh. I was so surprised they had that section where it was like, does anybody object? That just seems like such a commoner tradition to have the now's your chance, ex boyfriends. <laughs> <laughs> Raise I, your hands. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought now. that they would have allowed that in a royal wedding, but they did, and luckily no one said I was anything. surprised that they followed that up with, um, and do the bride and groom have any reasons why they would like to uh-huh. um, come forward and say maybe not? And then you could sort of awkwardly see them. Like, can you imagine how tight that handhold would be? Like, don't you fucking dare, don't you fucking dare. Yeah, if you mention the socks on the floor, I will cut you. <laughs> now is not the time. I farted once. <laughs> once, goddammit. I said I was sorry. <laughs> uh, I wonder if they do that. Probably. They seem pretty down to earth. I, I feel like they'd be the type of people to do it and then be like, sorry. They wouldn't be the type to like deliberately walk into a room and like stink bomb. No, I don't think like, I don't think like they're the Dutch oven kind of, <laughs> kind of couple. <laughs> What's that other thing men do? Dutch oven. Cupcaking. <laughs> so disgusting. The Dutch ovens of Sussex. Yeah. <laughs> That's very good. That's very good. I like to think that there is some playful side of them that would do that. Well, Harry's so cute and adorable and he's always sticking his tongue out. He's so playful. Well, watching this, I was was really interested. Everyone seemed so serious. So we saw all the people walking in, um, you know, as I was sort of, you know, dribs and drabs as they were being, you know, let into the venue. Mm. And everyone just had this solemn... I know. Like serious look on their face. I would say, aside from the Clooney's yeah. and David Beckham, everyone else was walking in like just stony faced. They were terribly British about it. I'm not they? convinced that Posh could actually move her face. She oh, looked like she was just stuck. She looked so premenstrual and miserable. <laughs> she looked like she'd been shot in the face by Homer's makeup gun. In yeah. like a, I can't move my face. Don't make she, me talk. Yeah, she does love her full face. I like that. Um. Of note is that she wore black, which is not a fashion faux pas. Oh, I, th- I thought it was um, navy blue. Well, it was a dark, dark tone. Yes, right. Um, and it kind of like she had like an overall goth vibe mm. with her miserable face. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, wearing black is not a And, like, I understand that Posh's brand is serious, sultry yeah. face. Yeah. 
But that's not what was coming across while I was watching this. It was just like, I can't move my face. Mm. I'm like, you're at a wedding. It's Saturday. Yeah. The world was watching. And I feel like her with her fashion stuff, she's kind of moved herself beyond who she is. Yes. As a as a like yes. tight faced, really skinny bitch. Yeah. To like actually she's super creative and clever and her her designing right. stuff is amazing. So yeah. she could probably just loosen up and like just a little I would have thought and if you're if you're at, you know, the you know, your latest collection sort of thing, then okay, yeah. this is your brand, Stony mm. Face. It's Saturday afternoon. It was a beautiful day. Yeah, it was you the know, one summer Bex day was, in London. <laughs> Bex has taken photos with a little girl who you were saying was one of the Manchester yes, bombing victims. the young girl he took a photo with. That's awesome. But still, her face did not move. Oh, no. And then once we got into the venue and the royals have been seated and all of them are stony-faced looking down at the um, – what do you call it? The program. Yeah, I've never seen so many people absorbed in the program. In the program. Kate, while they were doing their vows, Kate never looked up. Once. Very strange. I'm like, oh, that's my brother-in-law. He's getting married. I might just check this out for a second. And she's reading. Look. She's like, oh, good. Him 234 is coming up. Great. <laughs> my fave. <laughs> I love that. Um, and nothing as opposed to, and then you had these beautiful shots of Megan's mum, who was just the second that she got in there was just tears. Like, oh. Of course, you're the mother of the bride. She was so present as well. Like there was yes. no, she was not fiddling or fidgeting. She was just really, she was really there in the room enjoying it. And I found, and then, you know, obviously you went back to the Queen. Queen is a lot older and she's done like 17,000 of these things. Yeah. Like she gets it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was just that, it was very clear cut. These are the British royals over here. We do yeah. not emote everyone else. Yeah. Here's the party side that are going to be drunk on tequila in two hours. <laughs> On, Geor- on George's tequila. Yes, I wonder if they had George's tequila. I wonder if that was their wedding gift. <laughs> Your year supply of tequila. Yeah. That was actually, I found that really interesting. I l- fucking love the logistics of a wedding. And I said to you last night that you would be so good at organizing this. You would spreadsheet the fuck out of this. You'd and have, how, oh my God, I would turn to water. How they organize the logistics of getting everyone from point A to point B. And even things like, say, the guests, because this is a royal wedding, mm-hmm. where are the gifts? Have they sent ahead? Mm. Do they Are they going back to, like, their Surely. room at the Savoy to pick up the gift and then, what, bring it in the Uber to you the reception? You're not taking a gift to that wedding, are you? So what, you send ahead? You donate to charity. Oh. Surely they would be like, I, okay, we really want, like, a toaster and the, the palace is really, really needing, like, a good brush and shovel. <laughs> Like, could we arrange that ASAP? Maybe hit up Ikea before you come. I say shovel and broom. You say brush and shovel. Brush and shovel. But do you say knife and fork or fork and knife? Knife and fork? Yeah, cool. So brush and shovel? What, what, what do you say? Shovel and broom. That's not a thing. <laughs> Peas and carrots? That's, that's made up. Peas and carrots, right? Peas and carrots. Only because of Forrest Gump. Peas what? and carrots. Yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. Some people say carrots and peas. It's so weird. Carrots. Um, anyway. Um, yeah, I find all of that... All of that logistics, just so, so It would have been amazing. Like the timings of things and just getting cars in the right spots at the I right time. I think to time. the point where when they announced their uh, their engagement and that they were going to be married on May 19th, which mm. was only six months away, yeah. the people organising went, fuck, yeah. give us a year. Yeah. Jesus. Okay. That's very quick. Okay. Emergency mode. We've got a lot to get done. But at that level, it's not like you have to worry about booking a venue. <laughs> no. Or the queen gives you one. Anything else that might, that for common people takes up a lot of the time and stress. But and, I think yeah. the hardest thing would be, okay, who are we inviting? Invites have gone out. Yeah. Has every, have everyone RSVP'd? Yes. No. Are we chasing anyone? Okay. Great. I want to be, I want to go back in time and be in the room where they went, okay, so 
We've got two parts of the room. Mm. Oprah, of course, front part, she's going to be in there. Yeah. Who wants to tell Elton that he's out the back yeah. with the others? So there were like two sections. There was like a VIP up the front. Yes. In in the chamber, I think we're calling I think it. It was the chamber. And then there was everybody else sort of in the sections where they had TV screens because they wouldn't be able to see into, yes. into the actual marriage bit. And how do you how do you decide of who to put where? So obviously yeah. you've got okay, royal family up the front, yeah. best mates, blah, 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 up the front. Oprah pulls rank. Of course, you'll sit her. Did Oprah there. go up the front or was Oprah? No, Oprah was in the front bit. Okay, Oprah was in the yeah, front Yeah, she was in like the very end corner. Okay. So it was a pretty shit seat for an Oprah yeah, seat. For Oprah. Yeah. Fucking you're up. like, you're in the corner up the back next to the door. Yeah. But you're in that front seat. You're in. Yeah. yeah. Amal and George had some pretty good seats as well. I did not know that they were so close. They were like right up there. Like closer than like British royalty, the Beckhams. Like they were back in the- They were back with the plebs as well. They were back well. in the cheap seats. Yeah. Same with Elton. Yeah, and Elton John. Elton's out the back. You saw mm. that was a run really good shot of um Posh and Bex well, speaking to someone was speaking to Posh mm. and she was just like, Oh, awkwardly, like, yeah, yeah, lovely day. Like making light <laughs> conversation. Like, aw. I wonder I what love, that conversation is. I could have actually watched celebrities interacting with each other. Mm. In a church setting. Oh, I could have watched that for five hours. I've never wanted to read lips more in my Fuck. life. It's amazing. You've got James Corden talking to George Clooney, then Serena <gasps> talking to George Clooney, and then Amal talking to James Corden's wife. And it and was then there's like, people oh. from Suits who are like, we have leveled up. <laughs> this is just like, <laughs> I'm just know. an actor. I took yeah. a role. <laughs> yeah. But like, mostly here I am. all there as well. Like, that's a pretty good in like, you work mm. with, you know, a good group of people and you're like, well, I'm really close to my co-star, yeah. Patrick. We get along really well, but oh, I can't really invite him and then not invite other dude. I'm like, no, nah, fuck, I'll just invite all of them. Yeah, I wonder if they had any of that guest list drama. Surely. Well, that yeah. was the reason why the Obamas weren't there, right? Yes. So Barack and Michelle were not invited, despite the fact that I've seen them at basketball games with Harry mm-hmm. several times. They are so cute. They are buddies um, because they didn't want the guest list to be political. So they yeah. didn't invite Theresa May, the PM, and obviously no one wanted Trump there. So Mm-mm-mm. can you even imagine? Oh. No. Um, Gross. So, yeah, they couldn't invite They couldn't invite them. So the guest list was heavy on, on celebs um, but also quite selective, I think. What I don't did- think it was like we're going to invite like they- – it's a, it is still within that. It's still a status thing. Like they didn't invite like any, you know, big brother stars or any kind of like trashy no, British no, no. celebs. Like the trashiest person there was probably Chelsea Davy. What are your thoughts on that? I love this. You, we disagree on this. I love that two of his, Harry's exes, Chelsea Davy and Cressida Bonus. I don't, there they is were both no invited. one that truly wants to go to an ex's wedding. I would. If all is good. And especially for those two, because I think neither of them wanted to opt in to this royal shit because they knew what it would mean. It would mean intense scrutiny on their lives, so much pressure. But don't you think, like, for Megan, though, to go, oh, cool, two of your exes are here, sick. Should I should have invited my ex-husband. I know, yeah. I guess, yeah, if she had have invited the ex-husband. But he seems more spiteful. Like, he's written a sitcom pilot about... A, about the royal, about the royals. Yeah. Like he seems like a knob. Those okay, two girls- at the reception though. Hi. Oh, I'm so thankful you come to my wedding. You guys used to mm, mm, date, um, did you? For a long of, time. I think it's cool. kind of a really cool opportunity to rise above it and be like, well, I am now a royal, and you are a jewelry designer. Cool. 
I live I here. Win. I live in apartment one <laughs> A, Kensington Palace, top of the call sheet. So, me. well done, me. Um, yeah, you're I guess well. I still think it's really awkward. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm friends with my ex husband, so I feel like it's. I don't know. To me, it's not a huge stretch if things. But you're are talking about pleasant. exes. There are multiple them, exes look, in probably, the room. Do both of them need to be there. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's a really awkward move. Hmm. Uh, but also, I think the two of them are kind of they're sort of socialites, so they're kind of on yeah, the. True. We should pretty, probably invite these chicks. Yeah. True. Mm. And you also don't know how many like other of the guesses that he secretly banged. Oh, yes. Yeah. Good point. <laughs> All right. I'm back on board. Yep. They're just the two that we know about. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Like, is Megan, are we, I don't know, is she super chill about this sort of thing? She might be. I don't know. I think there's a point in which marrying into this family, you just do not have a choice. I think that's part of it too. You just have to suck that up. And I would yeah. imagine it's a case of picking your battles. And on that one, you'd be like, fine. I'm not going to see them. Like, yeah. They're just going to be there. I wonder if they scored an invite to the reception. Wow, yeah, because this is the thing. There's There were 600 people invited to the the ceremony and then there was a reception held at Windsor Castle for that 600 people and then later in the evening 200 people were invited to Frogmore House for like the proper, for the, you know, there's yeah. a dance floor and yeah. a DJ. This is the this is where we actually get to enjoy ourselves. Yeah, and yeah. I would be I would be so interested to see so what that's that the case. So if they go, hey, um, let's I want to invite Chelsea and hmm. other chick, um, and she's like, yeah, fine, invite them to the ceremony. Fine, go go nuts, whoever reckon, you want. Yeah, I reckon that actually says a lot more if you're invited to the ceremony because it's yeah. like. Look what I've got, bitch. Yeah. Um, no, you will not be having canapes. <laughs> go off to the pub and um, have a good time. <laughs> Where do you go after a royal wedding? I don't, I don't know. Like are these, like say the Clooney's are not invited that night. Like, do they go back to like the like, Savoy and have a cocktail with? It's a James pretty Gordon big. It's and... a big letdown, isn't it? To go royal wedding. Should we just hit up the Queen's Arms? Yeah. <laughs> real quick. I don't know if that. I would argue that that could be more fun. Well, you're you're the most dressed up you yeah. will ever be. Yeah. You'd be on such a high. You'd be on a major a high. Day. Everyone's going to want to ask you questions about what it was like and what you saw and who you sat next to. Yeah. And, you know, who was saying inappropriate things. Yeah, you kind of want to hit the pub and talk some shit. It's like, you guys, because that's the thing. Like, if I was at that venue, so if I'm one of the suits people, yeah. like, I'm being transported out of my regular world and into something totally oh. unusual. Yeah. Even for celebrities, this is next level. Right. And then to come out, I, I couldn't help but, like, be nudging my plus one and being like, just fucking for real? Like, I know. There's Oprah over there, like, for fuck's sake. Like, um, we're in this castle and, you know, this this reverend is going on and yeah. on and on. It's yeah. like, how are we not giggling? Like, well, the the um, priest was talking about the sexual union. Oh, my God, the sexual yeah. union. In front I of the queen. I thought, he was saying, I thought he was saying something else, some sort of churchy word, but no, it was sexual union. The sexual union. Mm. Especially from the queen. Especially, I reckon, for the Hollywood guests where it probably wouldn't be normal for them to be somewhere where they're not the center of attention that's right so i imagine say like someone like a tom hardy would have wanted to go to the pub because everyone's gonna be like tom fucking hardy's here (laughs) this is amazing and he could be like thank you (laughs) finally i am important god i mean room full of all these other people yeah that's a really good point and I like, I like that visual of just like, oh, I can't, I can't handle this. <laughs> Someone recognize me and be, and be excited. I know. The hierarchy of it is all very exciting. And the protocol around it as well. Like, while well, I'm used to being Tom Hardy and walking into a room and just yeah. being like, what's up, bitches? Yeah. 
Whereas I have to wear tails and I have to, you know, speak properly and I have to sit yeah. and I have to be told what to do. Like this is not the Oscars where just, okay, here's some free champagne and yeah. sit still. Try and generally behave yourself. Yeah. Be this respectful. Is, this is yeah. like, no, seriously, there are actual rules around this. I want, yeah, the, the wedding would have those sort of really, girls must wear this, guys must wear this. I wondered if there was actually a guest dress code, what it would have been. Uh, um, I think I read something. It was boys, the guys had to wear uh, the morning suit or tails uh-huh. and then the girls had to wear, um, you know, obviously fascinator dress and mm. dresses that um, cover the shoulders. Okay. Yeah. Yes. It's not that appropriate about, it's to kind not of have your shoulders out. Like what you wear to the races. But you're not throwing up in a bush a couple hours later <laughs> with your shoes in your hand. Unless, if there are photos of that, I would like to see it. But I did say, yeah, Pippa, we're looking at you. Yes. Um, but I did say that uh, I, I get them confused and I feel so bad, but I think it was Eugenie. She mm-hmm. wore a little lavender dress and it was above the knee. I was That was sort of above, above the yeah, knee. Yeah, and I was like, like on Whoa. the knee. And to me, I was like, scandal. Like, <laughs> this is insane. Like, you and it really stood out, doesn't it? Yeah. Massively stood out. And their hats, both of them, their hats were so disappointing yeah, compared to compared last to time. Last the time. giant, that crabby kind of vibe that Beatrice had it was yeah. disappointing. Did you see that um, Princess Beatrice's yeah. dress? I yeah. love the colour, but all I saw was a screaming was Beauty and the Beast. Like it was Belle before she gets to the castle. Ah, oh, yeah, disappointing. Here comes the baker with his trade like always. Um, Eugenie mm. is marrying some dude, at the end of this year. Oh, I wonder, really? I wonder how she would feel. Or perhaps... I feel like that's been her life. She's <laughs> like, yep, no one gives a shit. No one gives a fuck. 18 months too late. Yeah. I want, And I wonder now, like, how anybody, like, in real life, anybody who's getting married next Saturday would be like, well, fuck. <laughs> I think that, that was just a classic family situation of when you get engaged but then your sister gets engaged two minutes later but then that one gets married first you're like well bitch there was a line i was (laughs) clearly first (laughs) now i'm gonna do all the things and everyone's just gonna assume that i've copied you but or yeah it's love it (laughs) it's very i love i love the bitchiness and i really hope that somebody on the inside writes gives us some inside goss please surely yeah. I want to know more about know more. the reception part of it. Uh, one of my favourite uh, gossip queens is Elaine Louis from Laney Gossip, and mm-hmm. she was on the ground in London. Wow. And she's excellent for the good goss. So I would recommend everybody journeys to their page in the next few days, Lainey.com, because she will have – She'll get things. She's got the good shit, the really good dirty stuff that you're really interested in. Um, but overall, yeah. I mean, it was it was fucking spectacular and beautiful. mm and it was it was probably one of the biggest events of of our of a generation. Well, I think what I liked about this wedding versus the Princess William because Princess yeah. William with that going to be king aspect to it, I think it different must layer. have just oh different sort of feel yeah. and like it was. But this is like oh this is like a fun. This has been it fun. seemed fun. Yeah, and everybody seemed really on board, and um, it was so full on. Like we were we were um, online last night. Um, live tweeting throughout the ceremony and our tweets did not even make a dent. Like the tweets were coming in so fast on mm. my newsfeed that I couldn't actually refresh fast enough. I couldn't read them. There was 3.4 million tweets throughout the night, 40,000 tweets a minute. You just, you couldn't read them. No. The traffic was just too insane. So I will be recycling most of my jokes. <laughs> <laughs> that is fine because we're all about being yeah, green as here, lo- Pete. As long as someone hears them, even if it's just you again. Hey, I'm fine. Um, 
but it was just such it was such a huge event, but it didn't have that I don't know. It wasn't, it wasn't one for the ages, I don't think. It's more of a it's a, it's a footnote in history. Well, this but is I the, think that's what was more in, enjoyable about it. Well, this is the thing. It was definitely looser and more enjoyable. I think Wills and Kate was okay, this is the future of the monarchy. Yes. This one is more the royals embrace modern life. Yeah. Here's yeah. a royal modern take on real life. Yeah. As, as, as real as it can be when it's, you know, watched by a billion people. and Yeah. With with Megan. Megan. Sorry. We're with, Australia. In Australia we say Megan. With Megan. And look, every every journo on every telecast Megan. was properly briefed. It is Megan, mm-hmm. not Megan. Mm-hmm. Do not fuck this up. Mm-mm-mm. Because all of them, like, enunciated it very clearly. Megan. Megan. Mm-hmm. Uh, with her being an American actress, she's biracial, she's a divorcee, all that sort of stuff. She's an actress. Which people, just, she? people love repeating. Like it, it was a drinking game in itself how many people use the word biracial. Mm-hmm. I mean, relevance, really. Who fucking cares? No. But it is relevant because the royals are so traditional mm-hmm. and what she represents is steps forward. So, but And so far away from all those traditions. Which is kind of why the rest of us, I think, embraced it as much as yeah. Because we're was. like, finally, like yeah. this seems relatable, someone real, yeah, yeah. Mm. And I think you know, but even in this ceremony itself, having um, you know, the choir sing "Stand by Me," yeah, that's not something that would happen anywhere else. And that was beautiful. I, I fully listened to that song on the way home. I'm like, oh yeah, it's a really nice song. That's right, such really. a good song. And you, such yeah, a great you said song. that. You're like, this is a great song. I'm like, it fucking is a great song. Yeah. And I remember laughing shortly after someone had tweeted like. Is the Royal Wedding album going to be on iTunes? And we laughed. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It's being released on May 21st. The Royal Wedding of Harry and Meghan is on iTunes. Well, fucking amazing. At least it does a little bit more for some royalties towards. Uh, yeah, well, this is the thing. It actually. Know, Benny King's yeah. estate. Have some more cash. Why not? And um, yeah, that choir, they were, they were incredible. Amazing. The they cellist? Were... The cellist. I thought. Like, I don't know why this impressed me so much. He's 19. I know. He's been um, dubbed Cello Bay Aww. on the internet because people have fallen in love with him. Incredible. Because d- he was incredible. But also in, a, in a, an environment where no one was emoting, he's a young celloist who's doing his job but mm. also was just loving the tunes. Like he was so, so into them. He could have been performing to two people. And yeah. I feel like he would have put in the exact same amount of yeah. effort. Uh, he was a person who just loved the tunes. Like, yeah, go, man. Enjoy what you do. You're fucking good. Effort is an, is a good word because I think that could probably be applied to Bishop Michael Curry. Oh, man. Well, man. Who? How did no one react to him? <laughs> that was like this thing went on for 15 minutes. Beautiful wow. sentiment. 15 minutes. It was lovely to have someone speak so passionately. Passionate was the word. Some people used forceful was another polite term. Well, but it just was, you know, 11 minutes too long. And this is, yeah, it was. I mean, he, he, Michael Curry is the reverend. He's from Chicago. He's the first black head of the Episcopalian church in the U.S. Uh, in his 15 minute sermon, he covered Martin Luther King, mm-hmm. social media, the mm-hmm. industrial revolution, yep. slavery, Facebook and their sex life. Yep. And That's a lot of subjects to hit in 15 minutes. People were shook. Mm-hmm. Like, people mm-hmm. just didn't. 
there there are so many great gifts of like Zara pregnant reacting going like what the fuck is well, this they, I need a piss but the, the Camilla the, the so broadcasters good. flat out refused sh- to show a picture of the queen for the longest time because you can imagine her face <laughs> she would just been oh I just wanted to see it so much because in you're in your you know this is what you do this is your pomp and yeah you know, ceremony it, it, whatever completely yeah they take and here is this total his. outsider yeah preaching um. I just found it hilarious that they just yeah. would not show. And so then they showed a picture of Zara and like, yes, finally, someone yeah. is showing that they're recognizing what is happening in front yeah. of them. And yes, I think like it was a bit awkward, but also like a regular staid British wedding is quite awkward. So it was yes. kind of cool to have like a real awkward mashing of two cultures yeah. come together and go, we're just going to fucking make this work. It's all like a bit weird and nobody's <laughs> yeah. really sure how to react to this, but we're just going to, we're just going to roll with we're it. We're just going to go with it. My favorite bit was when he asked, if anyone had driven a car yes. to the ceremony in this <laughs> moment of audience participation that everyone was like, holy fuck, what? is he serious? What? What? And he thought, like, yes, anyone, anyone, like teacher at school, like, are you paying attention? Come on, guys. And this is like the crowd, they're not really the like, how you all doing tonight? <laughs> kind of, kind of crowd. Give me an occupation. Yeah. A preacher. That's a not, that's not their vibe. That's usually. not what they do. They, um, they're reading, they're like, this is not in the program. <laughs> What? I'm just lost. Does yours have this? Mine doesn't have this. Uh, But funnily enough, a lot of his sermon was edited out of the replay as well as all of the royal side eye that he received. (laughs) It was edited. Oh, that was the best part. That's a shame, but we all know what happened. Yeah. We saw it. We saw it live. I just love it because it it started and it was so nice and, you know, it was a great sentiment and you're like, great, someone with a bit of life to them. Yeah. But then, like, there was that moment of, um, you know, sometimes if you're doing something, like you've gone to the supermarket or you're waiting to like mm. check into a plane or something and you, you expect you expect it's going to take a few minutes, so your mind sort of wanders and then you sort of come back into your brain and go, fuck, how long have I been here for? <laughs> like I feel like I should have – should we have moved on by now? Yeah. What? And so I sort of did that. Like I sort of just droned, oh, okay, great, and then yeah. came back and was like, this guy is still talking. Like what? Yeah. I've, I've lost track of time. <laughs> time and space. Where are we? <laughs> I'm back in and yeah. I don't get what's happening now. It was great. It was great. Uh, I think it's important that we talk about the dress. We have to talk about the dress, yes. So the dress, Megan, Megan's dress. Megan, thank Megan's you. Megan's dress. Thank you. Uh, was a big surprise. Big surprise. Mm-hmm. Anyone following it thought it was going to be McQueen or Rulon Murray or Ralph and Russo who did their her engagement dress. Mm-hmm. Or maybe Rogue pick was Stella McCartney who it was never going to be. Stella did her reception reception dress, mm-hmm. which was beautiful and but also showed the shoulders. Yeah, the shoulders <gasps> loved it. Yeah, who which she'd obviously been doing some work on. She had some mm. sort of like tricep action, as you would. Absolutely. Um, so the the wedding gown was Claire Wright Keller for Givenchy. Uh, who is uh, Claire? Is the first female artistic director of the French oh, wow. fashion house. It was a double silk with a five meter tulle train, and the train, the um, the that sort of tulle netting had hand sewn floral emblems from each of the fifty three Commonwealth nations along the edges, plus uh, one of her favorite flowers and also a flower from California okay. to tie into her where she's come from. It was yes, beautiful, beautiful trip. Can she name those flowers and those Commonwealth states? Look, she. I don't know how far she's been tested on this sort of stuff. <laughs> she know. did sing along to God Save the Queen. I'm like everywhere. Oh, well done. Good well for done, her. Love. Uh, it was very. Homework. The dress was very elegant, very tasteful. I think it was gorgeous. I hated the shoes. The shoes. Loved were the so, shoes. The shoes were so bad. But royals no tend loved. to have really hideous matronly shoes. They were yeah. like, 
They were like pointed white. Kate's pumps. shoes are never good. But her shoe, I really like that for the dress. I think oh. it matched really well. I thought that her dress might have been an inch too short. Do you reckon? Yeah, because you're not. You're only really supposed to see the shoes when you're walking, and I felt like I saw a lot too, way too much shoe. See, I was thinking because with that sort of style, sort of a very fifties kind of uh-huh. style, I thought that just suited in so. Per- oh, in a way, I was like, oh, this would almost be shorter. Okay, yeah, could have been like a T length. Yeah, oh my God, can you I, imagine? Oh, so pretty. And the consensus was that it was um that it's boring and that it's plain, it's underwhelming. People on Twitter said, "Where's the Markle Sparkle?" I thought it was classic. I there's a, agree. There's a picture. Um, so when they came out and they had a little smooch uh, oh, around so that beautiful. sort of floral arch yeah. outside of the um the church yeah. that looked like it could have been taken 50 years ago. It I was know. just beautiful. It was very timeless, very like old Hollywood, which yes. I think is a nod to her. Yeah, I agree. Acting background. It's and very I agree. Grace Kelly. I definitely agree that all eyes were on her and she had to absolutely bring the goods. Mm-hmm. Everyone was dying to know who the des- who designed the dress. That's been the talk for the last three months. Yeah. It was always going to be a huge moment of the wedding, but what she did not need to do was show up in something like insanely fashion forward no. or, or pull like a no. Carrie Bradshaw and put a damn bird on her head. Like this was not. <laughs> or frills at the back. Yeah. She's not, she's not stupid. Like no, this dress is actually entirely her, entirely appropriate. Um, You know, her fashion is quite like, she's quite safe. You know, she yeah. wears nice pants and beautiful well, trench coats. Like her, she looks very classy. Her fashion when Harry has entered her life is quite safe. Yes. Fashion beforehand, a little bit more risque. Absolutely. Which and I think that's very deliberate. Like I think oh, now yeah. since mm. they got engaged, I haven't even seen her in a print. No, it's all been it's neutral. Aside from the um yeah, the engagement photo dress, yes. which is beautiful. Yes. Um yeah, I thought that I thought the dress was gorgeous. And then she got yeah. to have a little more fun where she went and showed the shoulders. Yeah. The and she she you're so right, like pre Harry was very tight, very short, yes, very, very short, and that's that's Lot completely that's completely fine. But she steered very obviously away from that mm-hmm. since meeting Harry. Yeah, she needed to go safe on the dress. Like now is not the time for a fuchsia lip. No, no, like she can she can work no. up to that stuff later. Yeah, later. Not for the wedding. No, no. You and I feel like I kept on putting myself in this girl's shoes, and I just felt like my heart jump into my throat to go, holy fuck, the expectation of what you've got to do, just what you have to do. Yeah. Imagine, like, going into your wedding and going, okay, now I've got to get up into the middle of the aisle, walk there, say hi, bow to the queen, turn. Like, it was just so tightly scripted for what she had Mm. to do um, with an entire world watching her. Mm. Um, And when she got out of her car and then walked up the steps into this church on her own and then walked up, you know, to the first sort of part on her own before she met Prince Charles. Mm. What? I know. The fuck? I I loved that moment when she walked by herself. She had the two twins behind her. Unbelievable. Yeah. But I think that was really symbolic of a woman who she's aware of what she's leaving behind and potentially sacrificing. Yeah. And she's owning this independence and her choices. Um, you know, we don't have to agree, but she's she's willingly going into this marriage, probably knowing what it entails and what she's I think she, so, yeah. I don't, and what she doesn't she's doesn't seem up silly. No. She's some sort of fairy tale. But holy crap, that's a big call to walk in into anyone any wedding like i feel nervous going to a work function where i know all the people yeah walking arriving, into a wedding where i don't know a good 500 of the people and they're staring Jesus. at me i'd be like fuck that it would have been full on but she looked pretty calm yeah i wonder how much um rescue remedy she'd had <laughs> love a bit of risk a couple of little smoke before she'd uh, gone in yeah i wonder harry i reckon do you reckon harry would have yeah 
loves a joint. I reckon he might have had at least a little, a little bit little of a little quick vape. Yeah, just to kind of take the edge off. Um, oh. But what I love that you talk about arriving because I I want to talk about the cars. Oh yeah, <laughs> because the cars really showcase to me how fucking rich these people are. Hmm. Holy shit! The like, Phantom. Just this procession of black yep. vehicles just coming in, and they're just. I loved. I loved your reaction when the Queen showed up. You went, "This must be her." That Bentley looks very bulletproof, <laughs> and it did. Like, and it, it looks, wasn't though. It looks so solid. <laughs> that was her mum. Was it her mum? Yeah. Ah, oh. she jumped out of her other car and jumped into that one. Ah, oh. well, the Queen did roll it, up. It did look very fancy. bulletproof. Fucking hell. Um, and I love that. I love that William and Harry got dropped off at the top of the hill and yeah, they walked down. Walked down. I, I heard. Um, I heard funny gossip that. Um, that all of the guests who were in the church were dropped off by coach. And they had been, uh, the press had been briefed not to call it a bus. <laughs> it is a coach. And anything you read, any timeline of like, what's going to happen on the day? What's going to be the order of service? It's like, guests dropped off by coach. By coach. Do, Cannot use the, do B the word. same, the same bus rules apply where you jump in that thing and just whole ass to the back. <laughs> Dibs. Yeah. <laughs> cool kids at the back. Yeah. George and Amal. Yeah. Straight up there. They kind of just own that shit, don't they? Who was your, um, so who was your favorite celebrity guest? I was really impressed with Amal Queenie. Yeah, I thought she so looked beautiful. beautiful. She looked happy. She looked like a person going to a wedding on a beautiful day. Yeah, she did. Just like, oh, this is fun. This is I'm interesting. Um, in terms of dress wise, though. Yeah. What's your favorite best dress? My pick was Gina Torres from Ooh, Suits. She was, um, she wore the red lace. Oh, yeah. That um, was cool. Beautiful. That was cool. And red. Everyone was wearing these pastel pinks and blues and yellows. There's a lot of millennial pink. Yeah. I'm like, this chick rocked a red. Yeah. Oprah, like everyone's very, you know, safe. And she just mm. went the red lace. Like, yeah. Yes. My favourite was um, Priyanka Chopra. She wore this Vivian Westwood lavender suit kind of thing and she had this structural yes. kind of hat and she just strutted in. Like she looked pretty boss. And she later changed into this sparkly Dior thing. It was oh, so incredible. And she apparently got quite drunk at the reception. Oh, yeah. best on ground. <laughs> yeah. But I also liked um Abigail Spencer from Suits yes, who gorgeous. wore this navy polka dot dress with a big collar. It was super cute. It was really and pretty. And British without being too on the nose. Yeah. I um, I googled it, of course. It's an Alessandra Rich and it's $2,300. Damn. I checked. That's actually not that bad, really. Like, yes. I checked on Netaporter and I was like, oh. Well, now, but we sold like, all these outfits are now sold out. Like, yeah, exactly. these are not you things you can get. You can't get any of them. Well, I did see a funny meme that one of the guests wore a dress that in the Megan and Harry Teller movie, Megan wears. Awkward. Oh, really awkward. I was watching um, Oprah on Instagram ah, and Oprah. she was wearing a Stella McCartney oh, was dress. It? Okay. Wasn't my favorite. But it wasn't the dress she was supposed to wear. Oh. And so within like 24 hours, she went, no, get me another <gasps> one. And so they put together that. The pink dress okay. in like twenty four hours. Well, in that case, it's great. I'm like, damn. Also, like, Oprah, don't text me. I've got a wedding to. What? You don't like the dress now? Fuck. Fucking hell. <sighs> and this is this is the stuff that I want to know about, like the behind the scenes drama that went down. <laughs> so good. So good. So good. Do you know what I liked? Um, Pippa Middleton's dress. I'm like, oh my god, I really like that. Yeah. And was looking at it for a little while. I'm like, this. Looks really kind of familiar. Yeah. Like, what is this? I didn't spot this. I got home. Mm. It's my bedspread. Oh my god. One hundred percent. It fucking is your bedspread. I will 
I will post a picture of it because it was just the same color, the same florals. I'm like, hey, Pippa's wearing my Duna cover. That is hilarious. It is now that you say that, mm-hmm. it definitely is. It's also people have um, noticed on Twitter. It's a British drink, like an iced tea. The can is that color. It's the, <laughs> it's the very pale blue with the little pink kind of cherry blossoms on it. Oh, I know. And I can just imagine that chat. Like royals would have emailed. Like the advisors would have emailed her. Like just keep just keep so, it on the download. So She's know. like, yep. Uh, don't worry, I will not be <laughs> making a scene this year. No, I've Damn it. she's also supposedly pregnant. Oh yeah, I didn't get that at all. No. She's so tiny. Yeah, eeny weeny. Um, what was your most romantic part of the night? Look, I'm I'm interested that we're going here because you and I are not really fairy tale people. No. But I, I do acknowledge this was a very romantic wedding. It was like quite emotional. I got very teary multiple times. I think my favorite is um I mean, this is not a moment for the wedding, but something that I read, and that's Harry picked the flowers in me- Megan's bouquet from his mum's garden. Oh, that's cute. I wonder if it's true. <sighs> yeah, I, I want to believe that it's true. Come on. <laughs> uh, and I love that the the white roses around the entrance to the tra- chapel, that, yeah. that was Di's favourite flower. That would have been like $500,000 worth of flowers. The floral budget, I can't even <sighs> imagine. Do you reckon half a million for the flowers? Oh. Shit. And then what what happens to them? Maybe they give them to chat. They can't just like dump them. Surely well, someone's people were stealing them. Yeah, the I people do. who were in the ground. I will steal any wedding yeah. flower, not nailed down. If I'm leaving yeah. that venue, I'm just going to walk away. Expect you, to expect to lose your flowers. Have you taken stuff from weddings? Yes, God, yeah. Especially I, the flowers. Yeah, I will take actually. If there's centerpieces, like if there's little floral things in a tiny little mm-hmm. vase, I'm taking them. I'm taking it. <laughs> Don't it, don't don't yeah. judge me. I'm taking it. You've given me a little photo frame or some kind of like mm-hmm. little. Uh, Bunch of lavender. No, I'm taking the bars. I'm taking the bars, one hundred percent. And extra cake. The cake. Oh, I watched the. Um, that was actually Kensington mm. Palace did such a good job with their with their social media. Their Instagram all week was so good. They had Instagram stories with the cake maker. Oh wow! Something like it was twenty kilos of butter and sugar, and I think it was something like five hundred eggs. Oh Christ! Um, elderflower. Yeah. Syrup, and lemons from Greece. I want to say something like that. It sounded freaking amazing. Wow. So good. They wow. did such a good job. Now I want to eat cake. Yeah. Um, My most romantic moment was not um, Harry or Megan related. Oh, what was sorry, it? Megan, sorry. Related at all. It was when after I think they were signing the registry or they were left or something and Mike Tyndall sort of gave Zara Phillips a hug and sort of rubbed her belly. Oh, my I God. Like, I saw that. That was a real moment. Someone of is like, emoting. Yeah, it was a real moment of guard dropping, almost as if they were like, oh, cameras are off. How are yeah. you feeling, sweetheart? Your back must be fucking killing you. It was really Nelly sweet. Hill's going, babe. Because oh. she is so pregnant. She's hella pregnant. I think I would rather be, uh, yeah, you'd rather be Kate, who gave birth a month ago yep. and is probably still bleeding and yeah. leaking out of her tits, yeah. than be nine months pregnant. Yeah, absolutely. At least Kate can have a drink. Did you see Kate's dress? A recycle. Recycle twice. Yeah. That's fine. I love it. Why not? It's an Alexander McQueen dress. I'm like, yeah. I am wearing the shit out of this I thing. I would be wearing the fuck out of that for the rest of my life. Who cares? And I like that she was also like, this is not about me. Yeah, like I'm wearing a nice dress. Yeah. She was happy to let George and Charlotte upstage her. It was nice. Very cute. Yeah. Well done. Little George is so cute. Yeah, he's pretty ridiculous. Uh, what did you – did you see the um, Twitter speculation – uh, about the empty seat in front of the Queen. No. So there was. I was uh, wondering about that though. People had noticed that uh, someone if, just didn't RSVP. Yeah. I know in the front row. <laughs> in the in the front row. So the seat next to Prince William, 
there was a spare seat and people were saying, oh, my God, that Harry has symbolically left a seat for his mum. Uh, unfortunately, it's not. That's not the case. They oh. just, wherever the Queen sits, no one ever sits in front of her. You don't block her view. Oh, of course. So there's, uh, yeah, I imagine if she goes down to like the palace to watch a movie, if she's going to see the Avengers or whatever, <laughs> the whole, every, all the rows in front of her are cleared. One does enjoy Thor. <laughs> Do you reckon she'd be in Thor? No. <laughs> she's more of a Captain America kind of yeah, girl. Yeah, I reckon she would be. Yeah. Mm. Um, one oh, does not funny. sit in front of the you know, of course, that makes that makes so much sense. Yeah. But there were definitely tributes to Diana with the flowers and then Megan wore one of Diana's rings to the reception. I did see that and yeah. went, holy wow balls. It was enormous. It was like an aquamarine. Fucking amazing. Fucking amazing. Yeah. Huh. Do you think um, just in a personal sense it makes it's a bit awkward that you come out from signing the registry and have to sing a song to your grandmother about how amazing she is? Uh, yeah, and then have a passion in front of her. A bit yeah, weird. A bit odd. Bit weird, but this is, yeah, we're not operating in the real world here. No. Uh, and we do, I feel like we do need to, we do need to mention, uh, the other side of things. Uh, I shared. Yes. I made you aware of the, the post mm-hmm. from Catherine Devaney. So Me she did. is a very divisive writer and comedian in Australia. Um, overall, just a bit of a shit stirrer on social media in yes. particular. Mm-hmm. And she's got some very strong, arguments about marriage and why it's outdated and a sexist institution. Most recently she was in trouble for some comments she made about Anzac Day being a celebration of violence, racism and toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. She was threatened with rape for some of the, for those comments. Oh, sure, um, you say things on the internet. Yeah. Um, I'm being sarcastic before anyone comes back to me. Like, <laughs> fuck. Not being serious. Yeah, never never okay. Never okay. Um, but, yeah, she's very contentious and she she causes a lot of controversy. She does. Uh, she posted about the royal wedding on Thursday and, um, you know, predictably, and I shared this post with you. So just a few lines to give everyone an, an idea on her position. It's not a fairy tale. It's a strategically concocted, immaculately staged publicity stunt to rebrand a dying medieval structure of inherited privilege to continue the nightmare for millions of others. It's a Trojan horse for racism, sexism, slut-shaming, homophobia, bigotry, ableism, elitism, and discrimination. Markle has changed her religion, her nationality, closed her social media accounts, moved country, abandoned her career, left her social circle, foregone her independence and freedom of movement, and will change her name. What compromises has he made? None. By lending her heart, soul, energy, intelligence, credibility, and reproductive ability to this corrupt institution, she is a handmaiden to the patriarchy to the most grotesque degree. It's easy to be a feminist when it's easy. It's now when we have to miss out on something that provides us with a fleeting, escapist moment of entertainment that we have to check ourselves before we wreck ourselves and say, this is sugar-covered bullshit and I will not be a part of it. I mean, yes. Yeah. Yeah. True. <laughs> she has a very good point about she all does. of that. And look, and I think it's, it's something that absolutely needs to be, you've got to think of these, you've got to look at those things in everyday life and just go, why is it that we do that kind of stuff? Yeah. Why is this a thing? Definitely. Question, question, question. Question, question, question. Of course. Like, um, you know, it, it's not just something we should just like all bow to without sort of thinking through. I think it's really important to, to look at both sides. Mm. She, she lost me when she referenced, um, that their elevated position is simply achieved as the outcome of the great birth lottery. Mm. The entire population falls into that. Yeah, we of do. Of the world. Yeah. If you're born, okay, you're born in the Sudan mm. into extreme poverty. Yes. Is very different from if you are born in Adelaide. Yeah. 
you know, the things that you can achieve, the things that you can do are, are solely based on where you're born. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I think, you know, that sort of was a point where I was like, well. It doesn't apply just to the royals. No. Absolutely not. It not applies all. to all of us. And even within class structures, like even if you are, you know, middle to lower class, that it, there's a huge difference about what access to schooling you get and access to jobs. Like it's That's all right, completely yeah. based on your birth. I mean, yeah. not entirely, um, but, you know, what time you're born into and what social, socioeconomic structure you're born into will determine your path in life somewhat. Uh, absolutely. Mm. Um, and the other point that she made was that, um, you know, the monarchy exists and it keeps, you know, us mere peasants sort of at bay and keeps yeah. us to the grind of our what she called us as lowliness as opposed to um, highness. Mm. Um, I don't agree with that. I don't agree that my status is summed up by the status of others. Mm. Oh, I love you know, that. I yeah, that's I don't, a great point of view. I don't think that that's fair assumption to go, oh, well, then we're calling that person that, so that means the rest of us are that. You know, I, you know, and, and to be honest, like I've not really thought through the monarchy in terms of how it relates to Australia and, and mm. you know, I haven't really done a pro-con list about it, but um, I just didn't, I didn't like that. I didn't like the barbs that she was throwing mm. in the vein that she was, that we're somehow, um, you know, just sort of, Idiots, and there was like there's one comment of it that someone had said. Well, you know, maybe Megan can she she can make change from within, mm. and I think that's a really valid point. I think 50 years ago this wedding wouldn't have happened no, because God, no. of all the reasons yeah. of you know she's so you know there's so many marks against her for mm. what she is. So the very fact that this wedding has taken place suggests you know progressiveness in yeah. a very you know as you said traditional sort of family sense. Um, but so when this person had posted on Catherine's um, post was that maybe, you know, Megan can change from things within. Catherine just like directly went, No, she can't. How do you know how do you know? Maybe she can. Yeah, well we will see. We will see what she's capable but of. But also I'm not too perturbed by the Royals because I just don't care that much. It's kinda of like entertainment to me. It's like going to the movies. Hmm. Am I being God. naive, do you think? No. I think I think you're really right in that we see it we very clearly see it. We don't have respect for them as leaders and people that we need to emulate. We no, see them yeah, as no. celebrity. Yeah. It is literally fairy tale to us. And I, I've been so, I've been really surprised at the embracing of this as a fairy tale. You know, you know how I feel about that as a concept. And we've discussed that but, on this podcast. And, and fairy tale to me suggests like, oh, and they lived happily ever after. This is not a fairy tale. This no, chick is, no. is, she is voluntarily jumping into a shit fight. She's, yeah, this is some she, kind of a nightmare. Yeah. She yeah. has to give up her entire life and identity. Yeah. So that either suggests that she's insane or she truly loves this guy mm. and was going, hey. I think I want to give this a try. Mm. And also by doing this, I'm like, well, then you're you're embarking on a life where you can just solely focus on charity mm. because you don't have to worry about money now and your status means that you get a chance to help as many people as you possibly can. You don't mm. get to do that if you're on suits doing 15-hour days, trying no. to just make a living. No, you don't. Um and it's interesting that you bring up the actress thing because royal women in the past, say like Grace Kelly, she was an actress who gave up everything. She mm -hmm. later regretted that. Yeah. Um, and another great, uh, this a wonderful Australian writer, Angela Mollard, has expressed what a shame it is that Megan has had to give up paid work and had yeah. to give up her acting career. Yeah. She worked for 15 years. She was, you know, she was doing stuff. 
Um, and yeah, they definitely do then charity work. Um, but, um, Angela wondered how much happier, say, Princess Di and Sarah Ferguson would have been in their younger, um, marriages if they'd had a proper job to fulfill yeah. them. Same as Princess Margaret, the Queen's sister. Yeah. If, you know, by choosing this, it is a lifetime of servitude to the crown. Yes. Yes, you can shake things up and, you know, you can still be a feminist and make choices within that structure, but you're ultimately contained within those palace walls and within the royal framework. That's yeah. just the reality of it. Yeah. But what she can do within that, that's still, that is still up to her. She can yeah. make choices within that. And I think, but okay, so this is 50, this is wedding has now happened where, you know, 50 years ago, Princess Margaret couldn't marry the love of her life because oh, he was a divorcee. Devastating. I'm watching so the, the crown and yeah. it's just heartbreaking. It's so rough. And oh. so then 50 years from now, what's that going to look like? So that's, that's, exactly. a, that's a pretty big change yeah. of values under, underneath the same queen. So yeah. she has, you know, reversed her position or she's, you know, she's, progressed in that sort of aspect. So what happens in once William takes over? What then happens next? Well, I'm excited to see, and not to say like I'm excited for royals to die, but no. I am kind of looking toward, I think we're looking forward and that's I think it signals a, cool a big, thing. it signals the opportunity for a big change oh. as well to go, okay, let's, let's think about this. Agree. I think everything about this wedding said we're moving forward, you know. And it works top down as well. Like when you see the crowds of people and these young people and, I mean, you can tell that these are not, um, how do I word this? When you see all of these people and really young kids, young families, just loving this for the celebration of their country and of a love story, I, I think, and they're seeing things that to their young eyes, this is this is how it is. You know, this is what she looks like. She's, yeah. she's biracial. This is, this is, um, the kind of church service it is where there's mm. a huge black influence. And that's just their new normal. But also even her age, she's 36. She's, yeah, I think almost 37. Kate was the oldest, um, old person she? to marry and she was 29. Was she only 29? Yeah. Around. And so at the time they're like, oh, good. Yeah. So even something like that, just normalizing to go, yeah, these guys fell in love. They got married. She's three mm. years older than him. She's 30. Like it sort of just takes all these things out of it and yeah, just it go, how matter. sweet. They, just, they really kind of seem to dig each other. Yeah. And good luck to them. Like it's going to be fucking hard. It's going to be super hard. This is not like now, okay, into the sunset, happily ever after. This is really yeah. now hard. And you think about like someone like Harry sort of, okay, yeah, he's, he's won the birth lottery, which I would argue mm. That he hasn't. Like no. he's been shoved into a position where he has no choices. No, no choice. So within that confined, he then had to try and find somebody who was a friend, yeah. like and an ally, let yeah. alone someone who is completely from the other side of the world and a different mm. backdrop. And he mm. sort of has gone outside the box and found someone he adores. Mm. And and I wonder if made it happen. I don't know. I wonder if how many of the problems within the monarchy is because happiness is so secondary to duty. Yes. And now that there is kind of a shift on that perspective, what that will mean mm. for what they can do and what they can achieve. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's just it's there's so much shit and fucked up things happening in the world. Mm. Taking a little breather just to watch some gorgeous people get married. Yeah. You're fine. It's nice. I fine. like it. I like it. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Great. 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 Uh, um, did we cover all the things? Probably not. I know. No, I feel like we did. I feel like we covered it. Should we just go and listen to Stand By Me for a while? Or actually do my favourite song of that sort of era. What was it? Run Around Sue. <laughs> hey, hey. Whoa. Hey. She's a hey. slut. She's a big <laughs> slut. Slut. 
Ooh, she's a big slut and she sluts around. I want that song playing at my funeral. It's so good. It's so good. It's so upbeat. So good. And slut shamey. It's hilarious. It's a throwback to a whole different era, but damn, he's happy singing about what a slut. Oh, but before we uh, before oh, we uh, download the iTunes album of the Royal Wedding, oh yes, um, should we get to our bitch of the week? Do you have you one? You go first because I <laughs> don't have one. I oh, do. Have let, a- me, let me take my notes. You go. All right. I do have a bitch of the week. Mine is because I've been so unwell. Uh, mine is the pharmacy. Oh yeah, hit me. The staff there, bless them, but their customer service is like an enthusiastic 9.5 when it really needs to be about a 6. <laughs> they they barrel up to you the second you're in the door and they're like, hi, you look like you need some help today. I need them to be over there, just maybe pop your yes. head up from behind the counter, acknowledge me, give me some sort of visual cue like, here if you need. Yep. What what do you need? Oh, my God. And this is the level of volume I should yeah, be talking also, at. Yeah, please let's not talk really loudly about my gastric <laughs> symptoms. Oh, my God. And it's like when – Thrush, you said? Is it Thrush. Is it sticky or creamy? <laughs> oh my god! And it's like a race against time. You cannot, you cannot hesitate for a second. Like you need to grab what you need and get to the register portion because if you are too slow, they pounce on you. I had, yes. I had two people very loudly ask if I needed help. I was in there for like a minute and a half max. Yes, it was just, and it doesn't matter where you are. Like you can be in stand, standing in front of the pads, and they're super confident. Like, do you need assistance here? Do you no. need assistance? I've got this. That's cool. Or, you know, I'm in the aisle with like the tummy stuff and they're just so, they're so loud. Can so I help you? Loud. What are your symptoms? Like, oh yeah, I shit myself today. Can you help? <laughs> I don't, I don't I want to talk about this. I can't stop shitting myself. I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> just let me get my things and get out of here. If I need your help, I will come and discreetly come up to you and be like, can we talk? I need some, I do yeah. need some help here. I do feel like at the pharmacy, there needs to be a little sort of cordoned off area where oh no, God, no one yes, else please. can be like, do not stand right behind me yeah, a while I'm talking, <laughs> yeah. while I'm talking to a pharmacist. I'm asking yeah. questions. And I also, likewise, I don't need to hear what you're talking no, about. No, I don't need to hear what other people, what other people's funguses are. That's their <laughs> own thing. I love that we've used shitting fungus <laughs> and thrush in our most highbrow of episodes. I know. Talking about the royal wedding. This is modernity. Uh, what have you got? I have nothing. I'm going through my nose <laughs> and I'm feeling like there must be a breakdown in the Finch world because I usually have a list of things to bitch about. And Are I've, you okay? I, uh, Are you okay? I worry that I've had some sort of um, stroke I'm not aware of because <laughs> this is very unlike me. I like it though. It's good. You have no, You have no gripes. That's lovely. I have no gripes, but I do have a love. I bought a dryer the other day. Oh, okay, me, well you can amazing. do a you can do a praise of the week. A praise of the week, dryers. Everyone get one. Oh no, they're oh, so my good. God. The greatest thing in the world is getting out of a shower into and pulling a towel out of the dryer that has just finished. So soft, so cozy. It's amazing. It's I, so I haven't nice. I haven't had one for eight years. So this is just uh, I feel like a freaking queen. And you feel like a royal. That's such I a nice feel like time. a royal. And if you my dryer. And if you um and if you grab the washing really quickly and fold it, you don't need to iron. No, it's so it's, good. It's wonderful. It's so good. I just that's that's my level of like luxury. Yeah, is a dryer. I fancy. What's my level of luxury? I'm trying to think of something. I've got to have something that's like a bit luxe. Mine is probably just using the dishwasher now. I've mm-hmm. yeah. I said I would just use it for like 
No, I'm using it all the time. Um, cups and mugs. They're so shiny. Come out so My much My glasses cleaner. are so shiny. And it gets yeah. rid of that gunk because I drink a lot. Of, you and I drink a lot of tea. We do, yeah. It gets all that gunk out yeah. of the teacup. I'm not, I've got to constantly scrub my mugs because just put you just, in the dishy. dishwasher comes out freaking clean. I got to imagine the dishes at the royal wedding. Can you just imagine? <gasps> I wonder if they have, you know what I like now that's come back? Those old timey champagne. Um, oh, glasses, love. and they're like the little, the little half. Mm-hmm. What do you just, how do you describe them? They look like well, they're half the, a they're the glasses. Saucer. You're, yeah, they're the glasses you're supposed to drink champagne in. Yeah, because the bubbles. They're very wide. Yeah, the bubbles yeah. are supposed to be better in those ones. Very like Gatsby. Champagne. Yeah, oh, very Gatsby. Yeah. But that's just the proper way to drink champagne. Oh, so fancy. I love mm-hmm. it. Um, well, should we go download this album then? Yeah, probably. And I might have some champagne in the fridge, so let's uh, let's do that. Okay. And um, I've got some tumblers that we can have. Now. <laughs> They're very clean because they came out of the dishwasher. Came out of the dishwasher. Yeah. Until next time, everybody. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. That was really fun. You can send us your thoughts, as always, mm. to bepleasepodcast at gmail.com. On that note, let's wrap this up for now. And we'll she's see everybody next time. She's a big slut and she's a really big slut. <laughs> We're just going to just slut. sing us out of this. <laughs> Let's go. Ready? Here we go. Oh, so sad. She's a big slut. 1961. Wait she for it. She can do that. She's her own woman. Girl makes choices. <laughs> but he's so happy about it. Ready? Ah, <laughs> oh, so good. We're done. <laughs>